my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hello. It's uh, Wednesday. Uh, I knew it. You knew it. The American people knew it. And uh, I'm here. We're here. We're doing this. <clears throat> it happened. I had a little bit of a... Lady Jerry went off to surf today. And has just gotten back. So she's tired. She's not coming. I don't think she's going to be in for the show today. Oh, boy. What the hell is happening on my... They're trying to show me an ad on my darn... So now... What was I going to do? I was going to try and look for the YouTube on the internet um, to see if I could follow it in here. Hey, dudes. Dave, welcome aboard. Amy, greetings. Greetings to you, Amy. Hello. Hello to you. Um, In Detroit, Stephanie, what is up? Greetings to you. And Brad, I'm assuming you guys are... uh, together hanging out, except I don't know how everything works. Happy Ash Wednesday, Bob. Happy Ash Wednesday. Um, Talk about your Bible. There's your Bible. Um, So we're getting ready for um, Mardi Gras. Aren't we? Is that what's happening? Getting ready for Mardi Gras. Um, I'm just trying to... For some reason, I'm not... I'm not... (laughs) God dang it. Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's the view that I like. All right. Sharon, hey, great to see you. Uh, Joni, greetings also. Could be a little warmer, David. Yes, I hear you. I hear you. It's up to 45 in Knoxville, though, but a pick is saying. Um, well, hello. Uh, that's sweet uh, watch, this watch, the Apple watch. Yeah, it's an old. It's, it's one of the old ones. I mean, as old as it can be. Not Well, not quite as old as it can be. There's there's newer Apple watches, that's for sure. Um so let's see if I can figure out how to get on to... Oh, man. This does not want to show me today's uh, today's videos. If I go to my home, it's on there. Oh, I think I can see it now. Um, it's one of the old ones. All right. Now I'm turning down the... Not one that quite as old. To see if I... I'm just trying to be able to look at com- comments on YouTube. And I apologize, YouTubers, but it doesn't seem like it's working this plan of looking at the YouTube comments on here is not working. And uh, so, as we all know, I'm a little technologically challenged. Yeah, Stephanie, there is an alien up there. Um, uh, not a real alien. That's part of a Halloween costume. It had a, it used to have a little microphone inside the mask and then a speaker. So when you wore the mask and you talked, it, it would make your voice sound like a robot. Um Scott, you had a streaming Mardi Gras gig last night. That sounds great. Have to say, you're so impressed with uh, my multitasking on <laughs> on this cast. Look like uh, twice the messages on a huge screen. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know how understanding it works. Left my mug in the corner. I don't know. Maybe I did. Um, Flavia, can I get a techie friend to help? Um, my techie friends are all busy with uh, their clients who've got more cash than me to help out right now. So I'm, I'm reticent, hesitant to call my techie friends for help in these type of situations. I might be able to... Let me see if I can put it on the... If I put it on the computer, uh, I wonder if I'll be able to... Um, I'll, I'll, mute, I'll mute it, and then maybe I can put it on this screen. I know that this is an idea that Ed suggested the other day. Um, so I'm going to try this. 
So I've got some narwhal. I got some narwhal facts for us today. Um, oh God, I don't understand. There's a there's a lot of things that are alerting me about a lot of things right now. Uh, I've got some narwhal facts, so we're going to have narwhal Wednesday, and I have to say, I was fairly excited about it. Um, so if I'm watching, now it says three people are watching on YouTube, so that's nice. Um, and I'm still not seeing my comments there on on the tube of views. Oh, here we go. The global. If anyone knows what's happening, it's me. Thanks, the global. Uh, you don't see us, but we see you. <laughs> I'm glad that I have a good posse there. Uh, it's good to see you, global. I'm seeing you over there, but that's why I was looking over there talking to you. But I know that you're here. I know this is where you really are. Um, so, great. I just need to get four or five devices in the mix, and then it'll all come together. Yeah, and I'll be so busy saying hello to everyone that I won't get anything done. Hello, Todd! <laughs> and Jen's here. Burr, you're cold. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Jen's are, uh, are uh, Stephanie. Narwhals are one of the world's unicorns. Exactly. Rhinos are the other one. Uh, so... Dave, I'm happy to hear it. Your fiance is there. Um, so, yeah, narwhals, or narwhales, it's also spelled, or monon- monodons, or monoceros, 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 not rhinoceros, monoceros. So the narwhal, they have there. It looks like a beluga whale, except beluga whales, I think, are paler. Narwhals are dark gray, as a, as far as I can tell. They're up to 17 feet long and weigh um, up to 4,200 pounds. Uh, there's population, world population is estimated to be, be between 80 and 100,000, these narwhals. So they look like uh, they look like big dolphins or beluga whales with a, with a unicorn tusk coming out the front spinning around unicorn tusk. Um, and the tusk, the males grow the tusk. Sometimes a female will grow the tusk but mostly it's the males, and it's actually the tusk is not a tusk growing out of their forehead. It's a tooth. It's their left canine tooth that grows through their upper lip and out. So that was some that's some narwhal fo- fact that I just got here. Um, <laughs> oh, you guys are you guys are having a little conversation. Sue's here. I'm glad to see you, Sue. Um, uh, so. So the narwhal tusk is not, it's not a unicorn tusk, it's, a, it's the left canine tooth that grows through the lip of the males, not the females, the males, and then uh, sometimes the females will also grow up, but mostly it's the males, and sometimes the right canine tooth will also grow out, so you get a, nar- a narwhal with two tusks, so it's not a monoceros, it's a binoceros. Um, but... Uh, I thought it was interesting that it was the it was that lower left canine that grows through the lip, and narwhals only have two teeth. They just have I, they just have those two canine teeth. Um, they also narwhals they grow a tusk, and they don't have a dorsal fin because they swim underneath the ice. They they're they're very dependent, like polar bears. They're except they're on the other side of the ice. They're dependent on the ice, and they 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 spend a lot of their time under that ice. I guess not a complete amount because they're a mammal, so they have to breathe. They've got the uh, the blowhole, um, but they don't have that dorsal fin. They live in the northern Arctic Ocean. Um, 
near Greenland and on either side of Greenland and up around northern Canada. Um, they uh, <clears throat> they swim around in pods of five to twenty, and sometimes in the in the summertime the pods are bigger, up to around a, a hundred or hundreds. Um, so they have no sharp teeth; they just have those two uh, canines, and they um, so they don't they can't chew. They feed mostly on cod, shrimp, and uh, squid. And the way that they do it is they get close to them. <laughs> And then suck them in and swallow them. Mm. Wow, you guys are all talking about uh, the weather there. Sue, you're saying your friend in Texas says power was off for 50 hours. She just got it back. Jeezy peasy. That is a long time to be without power in the cold. Uh, we looked at the map of the New York Times last night and uh, in the New York Times of the weather, and it was just the only parts of the United States that were above freezing were California coast, Florida, and south of North Carolina coast. That was it. Everywhere else in the United States was below freezing. Unbelievable. Brutal, Phil. Yeah, I hear you. So my heart goes out to all you guys. <clears throat> I've, I've, got the, I've got the electric heater on in here. As you can tell, I've got power. That's how I'm able to do this. Um, so narwhals can dive up to 5,000 feet. Uh, possibly, probably more. They say it's the deepest of any ocean mammal, um, but I, how can they really know that? Some whales might be diving deeper than that. They they have a long lifespan for an ocean mammal. They can live up to fifty years. Narwhals, fifty year old narwhals. So, at this point, I'm ten years older than the oldest narwhal. Um, females mature between six and eight years old, and males mature a bit older at 11 to 13 much like human beings although uh, we've I would put our age as a maturity <laughs> I think males uh, male human beings mature <coughs> somewhere between 27 and 38 um, the calves stay with the mothers for almost two years after they're born fathers they're off trying to get some lady narwhal action I guess um, and so that's that's what we know about narwhals. That's what I know about narwhals. Now you know, I think, everything I know about narwhals. So congratulations. When, when you're writing in your journal tonight uh, about what happened today, you can say, I know as much as Jake Johansson knows about narwhals. So congratulations. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Um, the favorite thing is that tusk. That tusk is not a unicorn horn. It's a tooth. Which is a whole different kind of a weird. What if the what if actual unicorns? That's like a horse with a tooth that's growing up through its head. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> Sue just finally got her driveway uh, cleaned off. You don't even really have to clean your driveway now. We're all virtual. Well, I guess you got to get the car out to go get groceries and everything. Um, so what else are we in here? But how do they taste, Rich Jatuch is asking. I don't know how Norwals taste. I'm assuming they taste similar to uh, dolphin. Uh, if that's any help at all. Uh, Phil is saying he's 63 and almost mature. Yeah, well, your mileage may vary, Phil. I feel like in some ways, and certainly Lady Jerry would back me up on this, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm also a teenager. Um... So Andrew's saying you would not. Andrew, you're saying you would not ride that horse with the with the tooth that's going up through its head. Yeah, that's a, that horse is going to be in a bad mood. Although, what's a bad mood for a narwhal? That's a question. 
Bob, you're saying your narwhal steaks were farm-raised, free-range, and kelp-fed. No, narwhals are not vegetarians. They're, uh, they are, I guess it's carnivorous, fishivorous, uh, pescatarian. Narwhals are pescatarians. Well, they, they live in the ocean, so it makes sense that they would eat uh, fish, but uh, or tiny ocean mouth. I suppose they'll eat whatever they can suck into that uh, toothless mouth they have. Um, Jen, you're saying you're not mature. Yeah, there's a there's a there's something to be said for retaining your uh, juvenile juvenile juvenility juvenility. Um, it is a bit of a put down when someone says you're being juvenile, but uh, I also think uh, you got to be juvenile from time to time and uh, back that ass up. I think that's juvenile. Back that ass up. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, Was it bad rye bread that uh, prompted the unicorn sightings by sailors? Uh, unicorn sightings? Well, I don't know if it was... I think they, if they were talking about narwhals, those are... They look like unicorns, so you don't have to eat any bad bread. You've you got to be pretty drunk to think that a, a manatee is a mermaid. You gotta, or or you got to be dealing with a very specific kind of crop of ladies <laughs> that, uh, that you think a manatee looks like a mermaid. Um, but yeah, I don't know much about uh, bad bread and narwhals. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bet steak is expensive when you go out to eat in the ocean, Rich. You're probably very right about that. Uh, if you go to one of those sponge, whatever, wherever SpongeBob eats, and order a steak, you can pay for it. Oh my God, we went to we went to a place the other day on the sidewalk down by the beach to have breakfast and they had steak and eggs. I'm just looking to see if I can see the comments in here and I cannot see the comments on the iPad. Um, the Global is saying every briefing he turns in thumbs up and say one quick post based on the first sentence I hear. Well, thank you. Thank you, man. I, the Global. I appreciate that. I appreciate the support on the YouTube. Um, if you were a sailor and you're going out to sea, uh, you remember to bring your soy sauce and some lemons so you can put it on your narwhal. Yeah, you got to bring your own hot sauce. That's an important... You're going to be a popular sailor if you got hot sauce in the middle of the ocean. Um, Christopher, you're saying the boss finally left so you get to catch the end of the show for the first time in a few days. Well, Chris, I'm sorry that your boss is being so um, workaholic-y right now. <clears throat> Jen, you're saying Ron is cooking because you just got power for a few minutes. Yeah, woohoo. Yeah, I suppose. And you don't really, you're not, it's not the weather to fire up the barbecue, but I guess that's what you got to do. Um, <clears throat> Dave, you're asking if there's any camper updates. I did get a, an email from Kimbo, from Colin at Kimbo, and he said they've received my down payment. And so our pickup date of June 16th is secure. Uh, I did not uh, get in touch yet with the Toyota dealer that I was thinking might have in stock the truck that I want, and I'm hopefully going to be able to go uh, to the Toyota to look for a Toyota Tacoma tomorrow. But we do have the tree trimming guys; they're coming to trim our neighbor's giant cottonwood tree, and so uh, I've got to be back. I've got to be around here for that. But Lady Jerry may be ha handling that. Uh, Andrew, you're asking, do we have solar panels on our house? Bill Maher has been complaining about California regulations obstructing getting his solar up and running. I think that, Andrew, I think that uh, the, his problem may have to do with Beverly Hills, the city of Beverly Hills, and not the state of California. But uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not super deep in Bill Maher's problems, but I, 
I did watch his show, as you did, and I saw that. And I think uh, when he showed the picture of his shed that he was having trouble getting permits, that's a city building permit. So he's probably dealing with the city of Beverly Hills. And I can imagine the city of Santa Monica is tricky, but uh, we do have solar incentives, so I could imagine it would be easy for us to get permits to do that. But because of this giant tree and a big apartment building, um, we don't get enough sunlight, at least we've been told, to, to justify the cost of the solar panels. There is a solar panel on the new camper that we're getting, and I've, I'm in touch with one of my friends, uh, Kirk Sue uh, of Kirk and Kyle, and uh, Kirk is going to help me pick out a battery for the camper. Um, he texted me this morning, and I got to get back to him. So this is this is sort of a lame way to communicate with your friends. But then again, what the hell do we think we're doing right now? Um, Sue, you're saying you're so jealous of the van life we'll have. Well, let's. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the show on Monday, but we'll see. Um, we'll see, because uh, I think it's going to be really great and fun, but I don't know how great it's going to be to be in that confined space and uh, the toiletry action in terms of sponge baths and using a, a little um, cassette toilet. I'm not positive how much we're going to be loving it, but I think it's going to be great. I am think it's going to be great. Uh, so thanks, Sue. We have to talk outside of here, and, ha- and I'll bring you up to speed. Speaking of tree guys, Rachel, you're saying you have a crush on your arborist. He only comes once every few years, so it's okay. Well, yeah, it's sad when your arborist gets in the middle of your marriage, uh, your long-term happy marriage, as, I, as I'm pretty sure that you, you and Jason have. <clears throat> Arborists are pretty cool. Here in California, it's hard to find a... A certified arborist because there's so many people who are just counter- contracting out their tree work to <laughs> you know five crazy guys with a chainsaw um, and in fact uh, I think you can google that and it is a business five crazy guys with a chainsaw um, so power outages Flavia you're saying are why we ha- need wood stoves if we had a wood stove here you wouldn't be so worried about power outages instead you have a pellet stove which uses electricity oh that's too bad um, yeah, well, we wood stoves now are illegal in California. We don't have wood stoves, and we don't have uh, fireplaces because of the carbon emissions from burning wood. So we do still have a wood-burning fireplace, but Lady Jerry has uh, recently hired some guys to come out and put in a... Uh, there is a gas burner in there to start it already, and we're going to put in a nicer gas burner and sand and some decorative pebbles to have a, wood, a gas-burning... Uh, fancy fancy pants fireplace which we will also not be able to cook anything on well I suppose you could have a weenie roast on that push came to shove and you went total apocalypse but you'd have to be pretty desperate to do that <laughs> alright chicks dig arborist Dave is saying <laughs> picked up on that before yeah um, well everybody likes trees Bob, you're saying you're fighting your town on a zoning issue right now. Just dropped up of a petition signed by 60% of affected property owners. Um, is that allow- to allow uh, cat grooming in the front yard? That's a joke based on a thing that I know about you, Bob. Uh, yeah, the city, um, the city is can be really weird in terms of when we first built this house. I wanted to put in a uh, gray water recycling thing, so to hook up all the shower and tub and sink drains and the washing machine drain to go out into a a gravel field in the yard and it was illegal. You could be 
fined for doing it. And of course, by the time the house was 10 years old, they're now offering incentives for people to do that on their property. So um, first they're telling you you're a criminal, and then they're asking you why you didn't do the thing that you should be doing. So that's the, that's the thing. Sue, you're saying that's the name of your landscaping company, Mark's Five Crazy Guys with a Chainsaw? Um, I don't know why uh, Mark, but uh, maybe Mark is your friend who's got a chainsaw, uh, I guess. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think you want, to in, cor- in order to, to, and I know there's no yellow pages anymore, but I do think we still are slaves to the alphabet. In other words, Aaron's Five Crazy Guys with a Chainsaw is preferable to... Um, Zeke's Five Crazy Guys with a Chainsaw, and in fact, if you started off with the number five, Five Crazy Guys with a Chainsaw, I think alphabetically you wind up ahead of both of those. But uh, <laughs> I'm not sure of uh, what I know about alphabetizing in the Yellow Pages, but I think that that's possibly true. El Paso still has power. They stayed on the national grid. Congratulations. Um <laughs> So, Rachel, to you, Arbor Day celebrates hot tree guys. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, I can't wait for Arbor Day this year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jen, you say you hit up construction guys next door to trim your tree. Then, um, <laughs> yes, it is the, uh, the... All of the tree guys and yard guys here are also... Uh, I think Latino is what we're supposed to say. Um, but, in fact, our tree guys are Mexican guys. Um, <clears throat> Bob, you're saying you switch from a pellet stove to a wood stove. You have a 90-acre heavily wooded golf course, so your firewood is free. Yeah, well, congratulations to you. Um, I hear those pellet stoves are supposed to be great, but now you're in the world in the world of having to buy this processed wood, and as um, I think it was Flavio was saying, you got to have an electric thing to start it up. Um, <laughs> yes, Brad. Yo, Jake. Yes, Brad, what is it? Heat wave. It's 23 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations to you, sir. Um, you ever want to freak out a young person, just pull out a Yellow Pages next time they try to order a pizza. Andrew, no kidding. I wish I had the map. The L.A. map thing, excuse me, that we used to use here in uh, Los Angeles to get around the city was called the Thomas Guide. And it's, uh, you'll have one map that's a big general map of the area within little squares that are numbered off and and you pick the square that you're starting off in and then you go there and it zooms into a street level thing and then when you get to the edge of that map it tells you what page you have to turn to to get to the next map that's here or if you go to this if you get to the top edge of the map it's got a number that says and so you're paging around the book so to travel across town um, but the good news about that is it doesn't go out on a power failure so after the apocalypse man I'm going to sit on a fortune with these Thomas guides and uh, National Road Atlases, although um, I also would remind you that I what I learned from Ted Koppel's book about our power grid, if you want to read a scary story about something uh, besides the pandemic, if our power grid goes down, um, you're not going to be driving anywhere because all of these gas pumps need electricity to pump gas. And so um, these boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. Uh, one of these boots are going to walk to a bike store, <laughs> and then I'm going to be riding a bike in my boots. Um, so that so there's there's your 
there's your there's your uh, power grid failure advice for me. Of course, if it's freezing cold outside, I recommend you stay inside and start looking for things that you can burn in your fireplace. Going to be 36 degrees there, Rich. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's warming up. Um, So you're saying you just have to plan your trip the night before to be able to know what map you need to be on? Well, I think we're going to be having to do a lot of advanced planning, actually, because the campground reserving thing is a whole nother... That's a whole nother problem that we're going to be... <laughs> with the, the pooping, the showering, the campground reserving, these are these are going to be my big challenges. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. Um, that's, that's what we're going to be doing. And when I say stupid, I'm talking to myself. Uh, keep a car battery with an inverter for essentials like phone charging. I've seen uh, running a Traeger uh, way off grid. Oh, that's a good idea, Scott. Yeah, well, we do have a small solar panel that we use to tra- charge this little small battery that, that is the kind that you would use for camping. But we use it to charge our cell phones. We charge them off a 30, I think it's a 30-watt solar panel or amp that we charge this little solar battery and then charge our uh, cell phones off. Mm. Jen, you're saying anything under 60 degrees is miserable temperature-wise. I would say my ideal temperature range is around 55 to 80. Uh, I, I like it. I like a nice jacket weather, but if it gets down below 55, then it's then it's I'm I'm having trouble acclimating. Um, so there, there you've got there, there, and that's my temperature preferences for today. So uh, I don't know what's going on with the vaccine. I still keep meaning to go by the. Uh, Walgreens and see if they've got some um, see if they've got some uh, vaccine yet and what I got to do to get on that list. Um, so Andrew, what do you say, Jake? Maybe you can ease into your national tour by doing stand up at campgrounds on my road trip. <laughs> Bring the entertainment to the camper masses. Yeah, well, Andrew, I did purchase a small PA system, um, and so uh, so that's possible, but I don't know how much of a how popular I would be there uh, doing comedy shows at campgrounds. Michael Jacket Johansson, yes. Uh, good to see you, Michael. Welcome aboard from Europe. Um, the al- ideal temperature for sleeping for Flavi is 65 degrees. Mm, Michael, you're going to have to do these conversions yourself. I don't know what that is in uh, Celsius 17, uh, 18. Um, <clears throat> Dave, you're saying you have a couple of those guys. Oh, I'm going to check that generator, Dave. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm just clicking the link so that I can look at that after the show. Uh, I was looking at one called a uh, well, I, dude. I don't. I'll I'll let you know what my friend Kirk tells me and uh, where we're at on that uh, on our next camper update. Um, you don't even know if or when the vaccine is available to you, Flavia. Um, you're sort of dragging your feet about getting it. I would get it if I could get it, but uh, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I think it's everybody I know who's had it has had minimal, um, you know, a little soreness, no big deal, or zero. Um, <laughs> Rich, you're saying use the I'm a famous guy at the campground. Uh, I doubt a lot of famous guys will be camping. No offense. Yeah, no no offense taken, Rich. Um, no, the offense will come when I try and tell someone that I'm famous. It's like when I'm checking into a hotel and they want to know my address and my phone number and I don't want to give it to them and then they want to know why and I say, well, I'm kind of famous. I'm here to do the comedy club. And then they go, well, we I haven't heard of you. So when I, once you're into a... Once you're in a... Uh, <clears throat> once you're in an issue where you're trying to explain to someone... 
how you're famous. It's a real. It's not a good emotionally. It doesn't it doesn't feel uh, good in your heart area. So uh, you got the vax. Uh, you got on the vax list this morning, Dave. Congratulations. Happy Hump Day! All right, it's time for today's Seize the Day, and then I've got to take my daughter to basketball and figure out when I'm going to uh, go to the Toyota dealership. Now, today's Seize the Day is, uh, Flavia, you're saying put some old Letterman appearances on my phone. Oh, that's that can go bad. Let me show you. Let me tell you. You tell people you're famous. They say, "Oh, we don't think you're famous." Then you got to show them on the internet on your phone that you've been on Letterman more than anybody else, and then you show them a Letterman appearance, and they go, "Well, I still don't think that's that funny." Uh, uh, I can't. I can't risk that. I can't risk that. I've got to protect my delicate underbelly. Um, Anthony Bourdain. Today's Seize the Day is from Anthony Bourdain, and he is in a jujitsu gi. Uh, and this Seize the Day by Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, sweet Anthony, is uh, is about jujitsu. I do it because it's hard, because it's the hardest thing I've ever done, and because it never ends. Every day presents me with a series of problems that I spend the rest of the day thinking about. I might solve or at least chip away at. Next day, same, and the day after that. And uh, that is one of the great things about jujitsu. Oh, the seize the day sign. And that was your (laughs) seize the day, seize the day, seize the day. And that is the great thing about jujitsu is it it takes your mental and physical focus 100% and you're trying to solve these problems. And uh, this idea that your opponent and your training partner, opponent and partner, are the same, and they're helping you get better by presenting you with these challenges, and you, it's a, it's a kind of a puzzle. It's a conversation back and forth. I'm going to do this. Well, this is what I'm going to do to counter that. And uh, Anthony summed that up. Uh, I'm, I'm really sad that he's no longer with us, and I can't someday look forward to meeting him and talking to him about jujitsu because we would be of a similar vintage if uh, if he was around but uh, that shouldn't stop us from training jujitsu and talking to each other about it <laughs> so um, Jake uh, you should go on one of those survival excu- excursions with Bear Grylls do you think I would do you do I think I would enjoy that I don't think I would enjoy that um, I feel like I have some survival skills. I don't consider myself a macho person, but I can swim in pretty cold water, and I can ride a bicycle or go for a walk for a long time, and I can do challenging things. But I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not David Goggins tough uh, that way, and uh, I, I'm not positive how tough Bear Grylls is. But even if you're talking about some of the other guys who are a bit more genuinely facing those challenges. Uh, I don't think that that's something that I would enjoy. Although, um, although I, I have been curious about about uh, some of those kind of endurance endurance gut check type challenges that I could take on jujitsu style. Which is, um, I don't know if I'm better than anyone else at jujitsu, but I definitely am better than I was one year ago. I can kick one year ago me's ass, and that is what it's all about. I'm going to be better tomorrow than I am today. And that's your teaser for Motivational Monday next week. So, um, 
<laughs> Scott, you're asking if we're going to me and Lady Jerry are going to uh, uh, RV boot camp. I don't know. We're gonna uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go on internet RV boot camp. So uh, thank you guys uh, for being here today. Happy Hump Day, everybody, and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow on First Friday. Uh, have a great night, and uh, don't give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later. <laughs>